the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. I'm joined this morning by Dennis Hurley and Barry Amani. We're going to have a look back at the weekend action, including June Finals and Munster Championship. We're starting off first, though, with the Reardon's Club Football Team of the Year. Last week we went through the hurling team. Uh, this week we're going to go through the football team, just discuss the 15 players we picked, the players who were unlucky to miss out, and there were, there were a number of them. It was a pretty heated debate, like the hurling team. We kind of had 11 or 12 that were agreed between everyone between the, the three, or three of us and Jack McKay who were the judges and then you had your three or four positions up for grabs and probably 10 or 12 lads going in for it so start off with the goalkeeper position we had a couple of contenders there but it effectively came down to the two finalists uh, Darica Halan for Castlehaven but we went for Michal A. Martin from Nemo who just had a more kind of rounded campaign even though Dara did terrifically didn't he Barry given the fact he wasn't a goalie at the start of it an injury to Anthony Seymour opened up a gap for him he came in went in goal won a county did superbly but Michal A. Martin was I suppose he that little bit of inter-county calibre about him all through the campaign for Nemo. Absolutely, yeah. He, he was very solid in fairness, but, you know, special mention for Derek Highland, like, you know, he's not a, a natural like, a, he's not a natural goalkeeper, like, and, you know, he, he did very well in the, in the, in the Cork Championship this year, and, like, there were a few other, you know, goalkeepers that did well in the in the um, Championship, like, Clannock Kilty's Mark White. Um, great, great Wasn't he bombing up the field, <laughs> kicking yeah, points? Yeah, absolutely. Very modern. Um, and, you know, and, and, and played with Cork, and, um, you know, St. Finbar's uh, netminder, Dara Newman, and Aog's uh, Chris Kelly as well. Uh, I know they also did, did um, quite well in the, in the championship. Chris made a great penalty save, didn't he, against Carrigaline that, that ended up being decisive in the end to put Carrigaline into a relegation Absolutely, battle, yeah. uh, which they lost. That, uh, that was a huge, huge moment. When you look really back at the championship, yeah. like. Um, but yeah, you, look, you know, we went for, for Michal, uh, A. Martin, and, you know, um, I don't think anyone can. Any no, I don't. I don't think there be too many complaints, and it wasn't just because he was the Cork goalie. Obviously, we, we we did look through the different options. Then we went to defence. I suppose a bit like the the hurling final again. It was dominated by the the two sides who got there. So the full back line was Brian Murphy from Nemo. You had Cass Levens, Rory Maguire, and Ronan Walsh. And then you went out to the half back line. You had Kevin O'Donovan from Nemo, and you had Damien Callan centre back with a fantastic season. Just missed out on the hurling. And you had Mark Collins, who was redeployed to wing back this year. Normally he plays midfield or even half forward for Castlehaven, but kind of quarterback, wing back, and did superbly. Um, Dennis, there, you know, there was probably three or four other players we could have fit in there. Unusually, the defence was very hotly contested when we were actually voting on it, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it, it just kind of it, it points to the way the championship was. And the final in particular, you know, it, it wasn't a, a very memorable, it wasn't a good game of football. <laughs> and the defences were on top th- though, that's, not like. <laughs> that's not meant to be a backhand a compliment to the defenders because they are all very good and they were chosen on merit you could probably have picked a few guys maybe from Clannacilty as well who they're, they're very well stocked in, in the defensive area and you know they only lost by five points to four against Nemo in, in the quarter final both defences uh, were on top yeah, of that one, even exactly. though the weather was terrible across um, that weekend but looking at the guys you picked like Breen Murphy I think he's only 23 and he has he has four county medals to his name already he looks like a veteran he's a real proper uh, full-back line defender. Um, Brian Hurley had a goodish. He, he had a good county final, but he still didn't get a lot off Brian Murphy from play. And what he did get, he had to He's battle. Shooting the pressure, like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he had to, to battle for every bit of it. Rory Maguire, we saw with Cork this year, he was superb. 
playing playing centre back as much as full back with, with Cork and got forward and got points. But again, he's he's just a real tough bit of stuff. Um, you know, and he 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 showed it this he showed it with with the Haven throughout throughout the campaign, especially in the final. Same Ronan Walsh, probably not as heralded maybe as as the other guys, Rory in McCork Brian has been in the Cork panel, wasn't there this year, might be worth showing again. Ron Walsh came in such a tidy job, you know, like with the Haven, the Hurleys and the Callans are going to get the and, and Mark Collins, they're going to get the a lot of the attention and even Rory and Colin Maguire um as well. But so they're the most famous players. Yeah, exactly. The but they're always supported by a, a good supporting cast who just you know, it's like the, the Bill Belichick thing, or well, what used to be the Bill Belichick Not thing anymore. of do your job. And I think I think Ronan Wilde summed that up this year. Um, and then, in, you know, the, that half-back line wouldn't have go to place, you know, on an inter-county team. Um, Definitely not. You know, Kevin O'Donovan, he he was really good last year. Um, he started when Nemo won the final. Um, and, you know, we saw with Cork, he, he got the the all-important point against Roscommon. But he, he he does things in a, a kind of an understated way, even though it's he's influential, like. yeah. And then Damien Callan, superb hurling and football at club level for I don't know how long we've been saying. Back it. when the Patriots were good, yeah, he was yeah, brilliant. Exactly. He's still brilliant now. And then Mark Collins, like you said, redeployed this year. I remember talking to James McCarthy after the Haven beat Clan in their last group match, and he said it was kind of a move they'd made with Parky Cueve in mind. You know the the big spaces as it happened. They didn't get to play in Parky Cueve until the semi final. They were expecting to be there for the quarterfinals. But Mark Collins is such an intelligent footballer. You can put him anywhere. Um, he plays for the team always has. Yeah, exactly. And you know he was still able to get forward and, and get a few scores from from that position. Like I remember speaking to him last year, and he said one of his most enjoyable years with Cork, even though people mightn't think it was when he was actually played as a sweeper. He was kind of used as Cork's Mark McHugh for a while, and he did very well in that role. It just shows that good players can can play anywhere. I think. Yeah, and Barry, I suppose there were there were a couple of guys that that. that from outside, the, we'll say that the finalists that you know their their names rocking around out of the finalists. I know Stephen Cronin yeah. was very close to the he team. Was, he, was he, was really yeah. he, he was probably just uh, just the, the, the kind of odd man out of the, t- the, the guys that were in the finalists. But there was a couple other lads, wasn't there? Like there was like like Liam O'Donovan and and Dan Pete who were kind of guilty, like excellent. you know. Um, yeah, Dan Pete, very very good player. Like Dennis just mentioned that there, you know, a few moments ago, like you know. There's no shortage of, of men markers, you know, down in no. Tanakilty. Yeah, and I suppose you, you mentioned St. Finbars as well. It the the awards probably count against the team that gets straight to the semi final. I and know they had less games like Yeah, mm. so they've only played four matches. They romp through the group as they have done in each of the three years, but that definitely went against them because yeah. when we were kind of looking through, we were said, "Geez, we you know in, we eventually ended up with one bars man," but it, and he, he he only played three or four matches. Yeah. But it was Did difficult. Billy Hennessy, I suppose, was had a very good season. He had a very good season. Yeah, known yeah. as a hurler, but he's been a brilliant footballer for him for a few years. He was like there. You know, he was another player that was that was very unlucky. Like yeah. you know, he, he was very close to make it. Now, to be honest, and uh, and after the group stage, I suppose Harry O'Hearn out of Ballincollig wasn't as prominent in the quarterfinal yeah. against Castlevin. That's probably you know, so there wasn't enough of a case to get him in there ahead of the lads we had, but he had two great games in the group. He he did. He was very very impressive, wasn't he, against um Cargline and um Nero. And, and he really match he, in that, he so. came on in the, the first game I think his Nemo because he was he Carrying was, he injuries, was injured, yeah. yeah. But um yeah he 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 had a great game in, against Cargline and he delivered against Aerog and um I suppose he was kinda nullified really against Castlevin in the um 
Indeed, quarterfinals. But really, like, like all six packs for the Haven and Nemo were in the mix for this. Like <laughs> before we even went out, I mean, they were all, then there was no one playing yeah, badly. Absolutely. There, and yeah. the, the couple of guys who missed out, they were all excellent as well. Look up to midfield now. Uh, we ended up with, with a Nemo Castlehaven combo there. Again, we probably had four or five positions up for grabs. I think we were pretty happy afterwards that they were the two most prominent. So we had Barry Cripps out of Nemo and Connor Cahalan out of Castlehaven. Yeah, I suppose, you know, from my point of view, I, I thought it was an easy enough kind of... Uh, you were straight out saying yeah, they were I, the two anyway. Yeah. We were um, chatting about it, so... You know, both, both players were, were really good this year for, for their clubs. Um, you know, Connor, Connor Cahalan was, was excellent. Like, you know, if he did the assist, he, you know, he... For the for the goal, you know, in the semi-final against the, the Bar City up, his um, younger brother, Jack, you know, was was... was Outstanding. Uh, Barry Cripps as well. You know, I, I saw him a lot this year, and uh, you know he was the real driving force. You know, behind me most this year, and even in the, even in the in, in the final against uh, Castle. Yeah, he was very good. I thought he was. I thought he was. There's really an alternative good. universe where Barry Cripps has kicked the winner for Nemo in a nine-eight final win, like yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, you know, he 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 it can't be held against him. I suppose at the last, Conor Callan is a player who has he he's kind of improving every year you know yeah, it's mm. so good now. yeah like he's really really matured in, into a leader for the bars and Castlehaven, and he's just full of full of energy um and he'll always give you a give you a shit yeah, and i think his decision making in football is is superb now he drives through he knows when to hold he knows when to use that physicality yeah, yeah. which he always had yeah and his skill set in football like it's probably was probably underrated for a couple of years or maybe it's developed but he yeah. certainly was superb. I thought this year played, played wonderful like, stuff. Still is playing great stuff because they're in the Munster final. Even in the in the in the Munster club win over over Wacomac on, on Sunday, I know we'll, we'll get into it in a bit. Like he was carrying an injury, like and he was still very prominent. So, um, you know, he kind of yeah, he's a very he modern ran, modern ran, midfielder too. Isn't he, he ran himself into the ground. Very yeah. modern midfielder. And uh, we we'll go up to the forwards. So I'll just go through the the, the, the six forwards. Uh, we had Michael Hurley at wing forward, Jack Cahalan centre forward, and Luke Murphy from Duhallow. And then the full forward line was Stephen Sherlock from the Bears. Castlehaven's Brian Hurley and Keen Dorgan out of Balancholic. Uh, that, you know, we probably had about eight or nine, maybe ten players going into. It was the last corner forward position. Maybe it was it was the tightest in the yeah. end, we yeah. went, which Keen Dorgan just won on the basis of not my Balancholic bias, but we were just going through, I suppose, scores from play, and against Castlehaven, he got us three or four points. Against Nemo, the first day when Balancholic were horrendous, had an awful game, struggled, yeah. and he got four points in play. So he came up with scores from play in all the games that was probably what just got him the nod ahead of three or four other ca- candidates for that corner forward position I think the other five forwards you were championing Luke Murphy's cause from from the group stages with Duhallow kind of you know from the group stages in the uh, in their section and, and he was excellent all the way to the semi-final wasn't he absolutely I mean yeah he, w- he was one of Duhallow's best players you know this show um, Colin know, is uh, his club Colin yeah like I, I know a lot of people who you know were, you know were wondering you know where was Mikey McAuliffe you know the top scorer from uh, from playing the, in the championship this year, and you know, let's be honest about it, he was he was very very oh close. Yeah, lucky, yeah. But it was just um just the way he was going to his position on, on, on the field really. And I suppose on him. on that, I think we said it when we were talking about the hurling. It was the same with Stephen Condon out of Harbour Rovers and Avondale. We do place more weight on the games that are outside of the divisional section because scoring for Duhallow against another divisional team isn't as impressive as say Kean Dorgan scoring against Nemo and Castlehaven getting your three or four points and that's the re- you know, it you is, know Mikey yeah, was a goals machine for his club and for Duhallo this year hurling and football yeah that, that's harsh push. but it is it's the truth yeah yeah it's just the way we weight it so if anyone's wondering that that's the kind of weighting we place on it just as and more important go, going back to Keane Dog and I get, ever since he, he made his Balancholic debut in 2013 in a, in a first round game against Douglas like he's been he's been so consistent hasn't he like he, yeah that's his third <laughs> Rudens all-star now so you know, we, and like you know in, in, in this year's championship like Balancholic played um, four games um, 
you know, he he chipped in with one twenty, and like one eleven came from from play, which was model football. That's good going against good. That was really good, yeah. So um, and I, I suppose look for the, for the, for the three Castle Haven. There was just no brainers there. Well, like like Michael sure. Hurley was outrageous, like all in the semi final. Like final. Like Jack you know, Allen had his best season ever. Brian even take out the final. You know, Michael Hurley came up with a huge score against Ballincollig in the quarter final when the Haven looked to have frittered away a big lead, and like they obviously wouldn't have won the final without without him. He was just and on six, fire six points and playing the semi. Yeah, and like if you're playing in an attack with the two Hurley brothers, it would be very easy to fade into the background. But Jack Callan has actually done the opposite. You know, he's provided a third prong, and like that's why they're such a hard team to, to and play scoring and playmaking I, I just yeah. love Jack's playmaking and I think that was to the fore all the way through and again with the bars he's the same in both codes he, he, he's a lovely man to pop an assist yeah you know? and like you're, you're not going to shut down three three top attackers like that and he, he has really just given them an extra dimension as he has as he has developed like it feels like he's been around for years but he's still under 21 you yeah. know which is, which is crazy like yeah and then you know um, Stephen Sherlock and Brian Hurley like like we were looking, I suppose, look, we were going through it and we were saying, well, look, the Bears went out in the semi-final. Stephen Sherlock missed the last group game. And before we started picking up, I saying, oh, we'll hardly have him in it. And then we just totted it up. Yeah. Like, you know, he was after averaging nearly five points and playing his three games, including a, a county semi-final where the Bears played in fits and starts if they'd won the game. Yeah. It's yeah. been largely down to the fact he was so efficient, you know, so efficient. He's, he's deadly inside in Parker Gray. So you, you couldn't leave him out on no. the scoring returns. And, and again, think, in big games. I think we're lucky that we're not picking a 15 to actually go out and take the field, you know, whereas the Cork, the Cork management found it harder to have Sherlock and Hurley in the same, the same team. In it's not easier for us I know, to... Um, I know, we, 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 we're big, big fans of having the, the, two, yeah. the two, of them, two of them in there playing together. And I suppose, look, we'd no Nemo forward in there. Um, it was, look, there was a lot said about the, the style of play they used this yeah, season. They were playing it, more it, counter-attacking yeah. style. They just it probably seems harsh. Mark Cronin was very close again. Like, yeah, yeah, like, Stephen both just missed out. So. People might look at it and say, eight Castlehaven and four Nemo and in the 63rd minute of the county final, Nemo had the ball and yeah. they were looking to get an equaliser. Yeah, yeah. And then it was only that the Haven got the point to go to up. But the Haven were seen as the favourites going to the final. And the they came through the hardest side of the draw too. Yeah, yeah. and that they'd beaten the Bears. Very impressively, they'd beaten Ballincollig. Um, they played really well in the first half that day. They were very good against Clon in the last group match. Nemo were getting by teams, but it was accepted that they weren't at you know they they weren't at their best. Like yeah, um, and it says so much about Nemo that not being at their best, they were still able to get to the final and know, be within a whisker of getting a draw in injury time. But I think just looking at the championship as a whole. It's it's hard to yeah. They had a lot of tight games, I suppose, where where they didn't yeah. score a lot and they didn't score a lot from play, and there was a spread of scores. So Mark Cronin going into the final, Connor Horgan even going to the final. Two of them had played well up to then. You'd have said if Nemo won, they'd have That's you know, it. and if they yeah. performed well in the final, they probably would have got in there. Like Luke Connolly, I suppose, missed out for a lot of the campaign. Had a very good semi final, got a couple of goals. Did yeah. get did get two nice points in the final, but was pretty well marked. So he would have been a perennial kind of Reardon's odds over yeah, the last few yeah. years, and he missed out. So um, and Nemo, of course, have a new manager on the way, Barry. Yeah, Robbie O'Dwyer is is uh, very close to to being appointed the the new Nemo manager. He was um, coach of, of Nemo when they reached the All Ireland final in two thousand ten. He's been involved with the club, um, you know, over twenty years, and his uh, son uh, Shane is part of the Premier Senior Panel 
and he's the son of legendary Kerry manager uh, Mick O'Doyle. So good, good, fo- good football breeding yeah. in there. So I suppose he's an outsider, but he's not. You know, he's, yeah, a, he's yeah, a Nemo, yeah. Nemo man at this stage. And, so. and the former manager Larry Kavanagh is expected to go in as as, as a selector. Yeah. And we know Larry well because he, he he works for us here in uh, in the the Echo and the Examiner. Um, Behind the scenes, but but a very good football man, very very knowledgeable guy, and obviously played at the top level, won all Ireland clubs as a player. And I look, you know, you've no doubt when you're penciling down who'll be leading contenders for next year, Nemo Casavent, the Bears, and I'm sure maybe just with, with a bit of a fresh voice, Paula Donovan did a great job over the last few years. I suppose the highlight being that county final upset against I, yeah. uh, against the Bears 14 months ago. That's, Th- that's it. Like you know, um, Paula Donovan was there. I think six years. And Nemo won, um, Nemo won three three counties in that time, like you know. So, and they delivered a monster title as well, like you know, during that time. So you know, and that, yeah, yeah, and it's easy, and that that's easier said than done. Winning winning, winning monster titles. So look, I, I suppose that that was the final fifteen we ca- came up with. We probably had, I suppose, five or six guys who were were there thereabouts or or, or very unlucky to go in. Ethan Toomey was another guy we didn't mention him there. Obviously, you know, in the bars, guys, he he was yeah. again. He's a Corksinger hurler, but very prominent. Could have slotted in maybe in, in a wing forward role, but with Michael Hurley and Luke Murphy there, so yeah, like we we talked about there, but I think we're we're quite pleased with what we picked, you know, and it'll be yeah. a solid team. Yeah, send out into the <laughs> national league, national league next year. And uh, look, speaking of Cast- Castlehaven, Barry, you were down following their adventures uh, over the weekend. We had a good weekend for Cork teams. We had three Munster football semi-finals in the club you know three big wins we'll mention Castle first obviously the most prominent mm. or exciting was uh, the Kilimanjaro Kill- Kill- victory over the, the Kerry champions but the Haven got the job done they did in the end Eventually. <laughs> I, I was down the, the Faha field on, on, on Sunday and they uh, overcame the challenge of Rat Gormock 116-217 and they had a, a slow start really they were down 1-2 uh, to, um, to a point early on um, after, after 17 minutes and they like they took the lead for the first time Castlehaven after twenty seven minutes, so you know it took them. That was a while going <laughs> when, when you're raging favourites like a bit of time to get going, and and they they led eight points to one two at half time, and like even with eleven minutes remaining, there was only two points between the sides like you know, um but they they Castlehaven you know they finished very well and they they won by by nine points in the end. Michael Hurley with his all uh, trademark five points again. Five having points, having been scoreless yeah. in the last match. Uh, uh, and from players, from, from from players, well. uh, Brian Hurley ended up with one six three frees and one forty five. And like Mark Collins got a point, but he was he was outstanding yesterday. Um, like you know, he was he was wing, you know, in his normal position at wing back, like, but he was everywhere. He was so influential. Yeah. So influential for Castlehaven. And now they're playing Dingle in a couple of weeks' time. We're not sure of the venue yet. Hopefully, in the next couple of days, that'll be confirmed. Whether yeah. it'll be home or air, I suppose there's a few factors at play there, is there? I think it's yeah, I think it's down for Sunday tenth, is it? Sunday, December the tenth. Um and I think it will be on T V, so I, I'm not sure. It's um, a glamorous picture, I know I know Dingle didn't win the There's a nice novelty to it. Um, you know, when when we're used to seeing uh, Dr. Croaks Neem or, or Dr. Croaks yeah. a lot of the time um Sean Sean Mel come out on top as well and maybe feeling they should have had more more than they have won. It's it's just it's nice to have a a fresh a fresh pairing in the final. It might mitigate against further success going to the All Ireland series where you have a few sharks in the tank. Exactly. Um, you know, coming from the other provinces, it just shows like like in the hurling, you know, with Ballygunner and Ballyhale, like that the level involved is just so high, um, and that you know it's it's a step up coming out of your county is another big step up then again going to the All Ireland so. This is a great prize for both teams to go for. Obviously, 
winning Munster, they look to go further. But um, you know, I suppose they just focus on the, the task. Yeah, well, Munster title will be a great season for yeah. Yeah, for for, like for Castlehaven when they haven't won Munster since nineteen ninety seven. Um, it would it would be a real um, and that was when they weren't county cap. champions when they yeah, came through after exactly, Barrow won. Yeah. So yeah. ninety seven was a good year. Yeah. Um, going like going back to the back armor, um, game like you know Castlehaven they brought some support down to down to the Faho field. I'd say like the the whole parish was there. Like incredible support. They're making the most of it. Though, <laughs> they haven't been knocking support. on the door for so long. Uh, there for the last yeah. years, out winning a cup. In fairness to like. them, and, and you know the, t- the team travelled down on, uh, on on Saturday night and they stayed in the Gold Coast down in Dungavan. So they were taking no chances. Uh, they, yeah, they were taking no chances. Could so. have stayed in the park hotel next door to the pitch. Went <laughs> 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 to that the Gold Coast as a training pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, they, they, they were organised. They took a slow start, but they got the job done. But like the kill the matter result, geez, was the kind of standout result of the weekend for me. No. I, I suppose, suppose look, they, they were probably helped. Yeah, the best chance you were going to have to beat the Kerry champions. You're in playing them at home with a, a raucous home crowd, yeah. like you say, it's just seven days after the effort put in to get over Fossa. Um, but still, like it's just brilliant for killing the match. Like it, it, they've had two great home matches now, like and they've really built on the county success. It, it, we we see it a bit like you know, you're you're banging trying to get through the glass ceiling of the county, and then. With that pressure off, you just go for it. Build on it, like yeah, because because they probably should have lost that match to Bantry. Really, Bantry were in control well, there they, in the second. Like, yeah. They started superbly, they, they could have lost but it, in the, in the second they half, really that need to dig it out when it mattered. And now they're just kind of riding on the crest of a wave. And it's great to see. Yeah, that's brilliant. Like, like Dano Janine has been so good for Kilimatcha. And like you know, if you said no before the game that Dano Janine wouldn't score, yeah, uh, you know, he'd say, "Geez, match will be under pressure." And he, you know, he didn't score. And well, he was doing his playmaking uh, role, no doubt, and his all action up and know, down the field job that he so can do as well. Just you know, goes to show like that you know the other players. Really and I suppose looked up. at the line we were saying was it was kind of you know the the eighth slash ninth best team in Kerry versus the twenty fourth yeah. slash twenty fifth, depending on which way you look at it. No, uh, it's brilliant from that point of view. Just so kind of you know strike a blow for Cork football too, yeah. like you know. For people who say that there's too many grades and that the, the quality, you know, isn't isn't there when you go down through the ranks, like it's um, there is depth there, right? Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's that disparity with the way Kerry organised championship has been a big issue for because I've no doubt there have been more monster titles at intermediate yeah, and junior areas. I think it's thirty of the last thirty-two monster titles in junior or intermediate have been carved up by that, for Kerry. about right, yeah. With, with I think one Cork winner. Yeah, like, that, yeah. so. like in the intermediate grade, like in, in, in like since Cowboy Rangers won the two thousand five intermediate championship to the monster championship, like only Clyde Rovers. You know, have have won the, the Munster that was in two thousand thirteen. Like they were a senior team in all but name, yeah, having lost a few finals before they won one. Um, and you'd probably say that now about Kilmarnock as well that they'll definitely be contending at senior A next year. Oh, they like, will, yeah. You know, they won't be scratching around the bottom relegation. Well, we don't Theory expect anyway. them to. But um, depending on the draw, of course, yeah. in, in a couple of weeks' time. And Kilmarnock did well as well, uh, Barry. But just before we mentioned Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock are playing uh, Mungus St Pauls in the in the final. And um, that's on the same weekend as Castlehaven, of course. Yeah. Same weekend, and the full back for Munger St. Paul's is Robert Hagerty from West Cork. He played for Calby Rangers for many years. Ah, oh, so and we've got uh, a Cork connection there. Yeah, he, he's, he's based up in Limerick. And if they were playing the Kerry Champions, we'd definitely be cheering yeah, for him yeah, on that yeah. basis. So um, and and Kilmurray are true as well. So we've got three three Munster finals to look forward to. You yeah. said that you thought Kilmurray would go well in that championship. No, of course, it'll be different kettle of fish when they're playing the, 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 the Kerry Kingpins in the final. but you know, they did rebound well from the disappointment of that late goal against the Bears that cost them the county, so. Yeah, Kilmory, they, they, um, you know, they, they beat Fianna Kilmeady on, on, on Saturday in Kilov. 
um, easy enough, really, 4-16 to, to two points, and, and that uh, followed on from their quarterfinal victory over, over Sean uh, Tracy's, and uh, not much to be said, really, about this game. It was, it was a one-sided game, dropped nine points to, to one at half-time. Uh, Liam Wall and sub uh, and substitute Padraig Bohanu, um kick one uh, two two each. So uh, yeah, that was really that's a good, still a good win. Like. Yeah, and and like with with, with Castle Lions and St Catherine's involved this weekend, you've five out of the six monster finals involved in Cork Club. That's great. We well, had that disappointment, obviously, of Sarah's getting yeah, filleted, filleted by Ballygunner. We've gone through that. Like sure, look, the that one is failure almost overshadows know, the, 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 the five. I'm yeah, sure everyone nationally loves to be yeah. beating the stick over Cork hurling, so that's, there's no no big big surprise with that. But it is great to see them there. Look, hopefully, you know, calculate matches certainly will be favourites to win win their title. I suppose the other games, yeah, it, it, it'll be a different different yeah. kind of test for Killing the March. You know, without you know the 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 big occasion of the, the yeah. home crowd and the you know the, the glamour fixture, but you know, it, it it's it's what they're they've come this far. Yeah, like. exactly. And it's it's what they even slight favourites. Probably slight favourites being the fact that they're the champions yeah. in Dingle and Dingle. And they'll have a bit of experience in that. You have a few of the you know the Hurleys and Damon Callan and Mark Collins there from the last time that they were in the Munster yeah, final against Crokes. Yeah. yeah, like they lost the Crokes in the final and then a semi final the following year they were unlucky. That Crokes were kind of at their peak maybe. Yeah, and um, and like for Dingle it is. It is a new experience, um, like that they're in it on account of winning the club championship. That that might stand to them as well, but could. I think I could. think um, I think it'd be very hard to back against the Haven. And Kilmore are playing um, Nistol Limits. Nistol so. Limits, that'll be a tough game again. But like I suppose you know, again you look at last year when they had to come out. I know they came out as champions, you know, champions at the time. They had to come out and go into up against Fossa with the Cliffords. Yeah, you know we were saying that all the time. Right? You know, it, 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 Nistol Limits would be a serious team. They're a Kerry team winning the junior. There's no bad junior champions out of Kerry. Let's and, be honest, and as well, they're a North Kerry team, yeah. And like the the kind of the the tradition is different. The North Kerry teams are better at the winter football. Yeah. You know the it's a cliche, but it's there for a reason. Yeah, they used to exactly, play those North yeah. Kerry finals at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and what about this weekend's de- games, Dennis? You have Castle Lions Castle and Catrons here covering those two games. So yeah, Castle Lions two Cork wins there. Um, are in action on Saturday evening in the Gaelic grounds. Um, you know they they had a very good very good semi final win um and I suppose you know when they hadn't played in a while since since winning the county there was obviously going to be a question mark and the fact that they were away to a Kerry team in North Kerry yeah, Kerry senior um, champions like yeah and it w- it was put up to them and you know they were down by nine points at one stage oh, that was a great win yeah and I think you 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 draw a comparison between them and um. And and Kilnamartra in that you know having got out of the county, it's a real opportunity now <coughs> to build on it. And you know they're playing Corfin from Clare, um, so you'd expect it'll be a tough task. But like the way the Kerry intermediate and junior teams tend to have a better record than the rest of the counties, Cork have that advantage Very good record, in the hurling. Yeah. Um, it's not as pronounced in the intermediate as it is in the junior. But uh, you, you know you're giving. Well, Kakas will be favourites anyway. Yeah, you're, you're giving them every chance there. They have and the then in the area, and you know all the rest. Like that's a that's a good. Yeah, and good then team at that level. earlier on Saturday in Mallow, um, we'll be hoping that uh, Saint Catherine's can, <laughs> um, can add to the hurt that uh, Kilmurray gave to poor Fina Kilmeady because they're playing them in the the junior hurling final. Catherine's have responded hugely well from losing the county final. They beat Ardmore. Um, you know, do, down in Farfield, and then they they won against Ballinhinch from Tipperary in Parkering. So 
and he and he had a nice momentum and yeah stuff. and he deems them an exercise and you know they're, they're motoring nicely my only well, worry is with Dan Mangan like will, will that catch them eventually it, like he's a yeah, huge loss you wonder if it will so. but they have at least shown in the two matches today that they've been very good, good in the second yeah. half you know good firepower and responded well when they've had to in the second halves of the two matches and uh, you know hopefully that will continue and on the local scene Barry they were talking up Canavi the minute they won that that uh, mid cork title with the, with the old Musk bias. Yeah. But to be fair, it was a solid logic. You thought they had kind of you know been unlucky the previous few years not to come out of a very very competitive Musk grade. And with what was out there that they were going to win the county, and you were right, you said they. I, I thought that Mayfield game would be tighter. Now we know Mayfield were underdogs, but Canavi really massive performance. Looking at the the report. Ah, to be fair, look, Canavi were favourites of the county before yeah, ball yeah, was kicked yeah. at the start of the It's season. still different being, being favourites and actually um, delivering and she's dead yeah, delivered. Yeah, like, like favourites for the junior county is always a fraud thing. Yeah, because yeah, you're not like sure who you're playing against. in a, a dirty divisional quarterfinal and that's yeah. that. Like, so. But, um, you know, like, so I was in 23, you know, they have 100% record. They've won all their league games. They won the league title. You know, they, <laughs> they won every single game. That's, that's savage going, like isn't that, it? Like, that's, you know, that's, that's, you don't hear that too often. That is and like you know, they were, they were comfortable winners they were over, over, over Mayfield from, from pillar to post. Um, like. like they started well, which they have done so in every game. Barred in mid half final against Inescava, when Inescava uh, scored two goals the inside goals, the, yeah. the first ten minutes, but they recovered. Um, and you know, and once again, you know, they, they started um, like a train really on uh, on Sunday, and they won four fourteen to eleven against Mayfield. And uh, you know, Darren McMahon got got three goals. Uh, Jack Don't you find a hat trick by it? Doesn't <laughs> get better than that. Yeah. Uh, Jack Kelleher kicked six points, three frees. Um, Mayfield were probably, you know, too, too reliant on, on, on Paul uh, Paul Condon. You know, he finished up with eight points, uh, five frees. And, uh, you know, the game was, was pretty much over at half time, really. When, when the favourites start well. Very hard, it's yeah. yeah. It's very hard. Uh, it was 2-8, uh, five points at half time. And ah, I yeah, know, yeah, look, yeah. Mayfield, you know, battled right to the end, but. I suppose from Mayfield, where Mayfield were at, you know, Barry, you covered it in the build-up, you are ch- chatting to, to, to Morris, Barry, like, from where they were at to get to a county final, they have something to, to build off uh, now, whereas yeah. I think for Canavy, they needed to use this, jump up into Premier Junior levels, yeah, they're probably good enough to be at anyway, uh, like, you know. And, you know, if, wouldn't it be interesting next year if, uh, you know, Canavy were, were drawn uh, with, with Kilimoy, you know, um, but I know that, that's another they'll be, they'll be two of the leading contenders for, for that competition it's a pity I suppose but the way the grades have changed then, so we don't see how Canavy would have got on in Munster because they've, they've played so well like yeah I know but I suppose they'll have that same for next year anyway as well true um, true and in, in the hurling there was high drama we've been talking all about Nemo and their new football manager but they don't have to worry about a new football manager for this week because they'll be sa- savouring our first junior county in 23 yeah, years and like we talked a, for a fortnight ago about the dramatic way they won the semi-final against Ballinora with the late goal you know they, they um, exactly they did it again, yeah, and you know in even more dramatic circumstances because um, a point would have given them a draw, and it just you know yeah you have to admire that, um, and I think that's that's the Nemo mindset, like yeah, um, you know they went for the goal, went for the win, they got it. Um, Sean Hayes is the manager, you know, a guy who's had football success, a um, legendary, really, like yeah, in Nemo terms, um, and uh, I think uh, the pr- his presence and. The, the fact you've guys in the team you know like James Masters in goal Peter Morgan's playing you've current senior players involved it, we, it we mentioned Barry Cripps like he yeah, was very prominent on the match with the hurling underlines the way that you know everything is just for the badge like you know yeah. no one sees themselves as being above it or anything like that like or no one's looking down their nose at hurling they're a hurling and football club they happen to be one of the best clubs in Cork in football but they'll still give their all in hurling and they've got their award 
and I suppose for Harvard Rovers it's tough on the right in that like you know they led for basically the whole game uh, yeah. Stephen Condon was keeping the scoreboard ticking as he does very accurate from, from freeze and they were just tipping along no tight game you're following it away going yeah well, look Harvard Rovers are going to get over yeah. the line they, you know, they yeah. were the favourites a, a bit like Kilmore in the Premier Junior Football yeah. it's probably tougher at Junior A level because when you lose a county final back out the division like that's it yeah so it, it, it's tough to take all they can do is, is try and use it as fuel for next year, but that's not much consolation. Yeah, no, 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 not for Harbour Rovers. I suppose they, you know, they haven't, you know, they're not a prominent club. The way no, Nemo Rangers are, so this was a huge I occasion for them. But I suppose Glamour to have enjoyed success in the modern era, so that's it. Yeah, and and they're I making think the most of it. Was their third divisional title, I think, since 2015 or 16. So they at least have. They'll be right up there next year. Yeah, they have a, a bit of belief, and you know, they know they can get to a county final. And you know, look ahead to you know this weekend in the, the Junior B Football Championship. Um, Final, there's a, a novel pairing on, on Sunday at four o'clock in Park Ewing. Uh, Goldine's first team are playing Douglas's talk team. Uh, so that that's it's a unique uh, combination. <laughs> the term novel pairing is thrown around often, yeah, yeah willy nilly, but that is definitely a novel as a, pairing. As a West Cork man, I would have to question um, how neutral a venue it is to have Douglas <laughs> playing Goldine and Park Ewing. But, uh, a, tri- a trip up, a trip up for the final. Goalin will, yeah. will be hoping it's third time lucky they, they lost the, the 2019 final and 2021 final. So maybe um, that bit of experience will stand him, and of course it is their first team. But at the same time, Douglas, with the way the rules are, they'll have guys who are former senior players, yeah. and they'll have a mix of youth and experience. They're very good underage all the time. They're there, both have won multiple minor counties. So like, uh, geez, Douglas will have a right chance in that. Yeah, look, they've, they've a lot of good footballers, and you know. Mark Woods is a is a is a Mark Woods, your predecessor, yeah. is a selector. So all the pressure yeah. on Woods, you know, to to <laughs> walk walk the walk after talking the talk for all those years when he was a the yeah, an echo an echo correspondent. And we also have a junior B hurling final on next weekend, Dennis. We have Killa against Formoy. Yeah, um, not Killa's, first teams, obviously. No, Killa's third team, I presume, and Formoy's uh, second. Um, Killa, Killa were one of the clubs, I suppose, at you know at the recent county board meeting to determine the minor age grade who they were pushing for. 18 year olds to be able to play for a first team obviously that was defeated um, if this game was being played next year all those 18 year olds would be able to line out for the third team obviously they'd be eligible for the second team as well but judging by the fact they've got to the final you know Killa certainly aren't suffering from a shortage of um, a shortage of numbers like they beat Douglas in the, the semi-final and they've, they had a very good win against Valley Rovers um, prior to that from I beat in Ascara, um, they they got a buy from the quarterfinals, so it's it it is a competitive grade as well. A lot of second, second and third teams yeah. rather than than first teams, but you know those players are still probably training for a lot of the year yeah, with, and with and the first you, team. You'd have to factor in as well where you'd have guys obviously gone on J ones and things like I saw. Join Wright was very profitable. Prominent, sorry for um, Inascara there, who, yeah. who who got got knocked out, but he would have featured in the county final last year when it beat Castle. And, and so. you have guys who have played at the higher level yeah. and are kind of winding down their career. You have at the other end of the scale, then you have young fellas coming on who are looking to make an impact and show and that they can step up. Team, so. so there's always a, a good mix. You know, it's it, it's always the cliched thing like June. You know, inverted commas junior B, like as being the the thing, but. It often isn't though. That depends. Co- like, come and watch the match, like, yeah, and yeah. and then That's different. see I, I how you actually perceive the quality. Like, there's a junior B line that probably is thrown That's back it, to the yeah. 80s and 70s, or even maybe the late 90s when I came out of underage yeah, myself, yeah. and it's a bit kind of wild. It it's, is. There's not much of that it's anymore. Unfair, really. Yeah. No, there's and there's a lot of guys will obviously be fit. People stay fitter and stay focused, and it depends on who you have over the team yeah. organizer. Look, isn't it? Gr- it's a great occasion for those two clubs, whether it's second team, third team, whether it's veterans or young fellas. They're getting to go up to Park Ring play a county final. 
That's it. A club, Start of December. Happy days. Never going to turn down winning a county championship at any grade, and for the players involved, it's it's. It's a huge thing. Like, yeah, you know. I saw last year Ballyhay's second team. I'd know a few of the lads involved with that. Um, Ono Sullivan and obviously the great Neil Ronan yeah. were playing last year and they won and they were, I tell you now, they were well happy to win that with their yeah. second team to go up to the parking ring and winning a county title at the end of the year. They were thrilled. So. Like, uh, I spoke with the goalie manager, Shane O'Neill, you know, for, for Saturday's paper, you know, ahead, ahead of Sunday's game. And like he said, there's a, there's a great buzz down on Goldine. So, um, you know, it should be a great occasion and, and you know, it's, a it's a county final it's a county they're bringing final, up a crowd yeah. of course yeah, they're going like to watch it and enjoy they it so. will, they will bring a big crowd there's no doubt about that no we, we won't knock it well we'll be talking about that next week uh, when we're back for our final podcast of the year you can find us every Tuesday on echolive.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts The Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker.